baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. When you heard during the news, we'll keep watching this throughout the night, but the House did authorize the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Uh, some Republicans are presenting this, Laura, as kind of a procedural thing, like they've been investigating him anyway, so this just gives them full subpoena power. Um, 221 votes to 212. So every House Republican said, fine, uh, yes. Are they ready to charge? That's a different question. Right. But uh, I suppose this is just uh, what we can expect for every presidency going forward. That's what I was going to say. It just seems like it's the norm now, doesn't it? Yeah. And I guess, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, apoplectic about it. It's not the downfall of democracy. But to me, it it is this sort of cycle of investigation nonstop does destroy. Whether it actually distracts from real work getting done or just makes you feel like it. Is it optics or is something I don't actually know. getting accomplished? I, yeah. Don't you feel, though, when you see it, you're like, is this all these guys have to do? Like, just investigate Joe Biden and investigate. You're like, could we just move forward as I a country? I just feel kind of desensitized to it all. Yeah. You know, I don't. Remember I, how big when Bill Clinton, yes, that impeachment? right. right. And now you're like, yeah. Another one. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Right. A uh, couple things I wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. today, including uh, <laughs> this story I read that Dakota Johnson, do you know her? She's an actress. Yes, Don Johnson's daughter. She was in Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Yes. Okay. Very talented. Very Sleepy?? Sleepy. She told the Wall Street Journal that she is not functional if she gets less than 10 hours of sleep. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. And she could easily go 14 hours of sleep in one night. Hmm. 14 hours of sleep. If that is what you require, you should see a doctor. That is too much sleep. Hopefully she has seen a doctor. Yeah, that is unusual. 10 hours of sleep. She's a 34-year-old woman. Yeah. That's a lot of sleep. It is a lot of sleep. Isn't the norm seven to nine hours? I, I believe think? that's the norm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or um, what you are, what's a healthy, considered yeah, a healthy yeah. amount. Right. Right. The norm is probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you sleep pretty well? No. No. Yeah, but that's what, right. That's been a, a bit of a, a later development yeah. for you. Yeah. I go in spurts. Like right now I am sleeping well. So I just like to tell myself it's going to continue and hopefully it will. Yeah. But yeah, my mind runs too much. Yeah, you should try meditation. Yeah, it really helps. Really helps. That, it, it might be worth. I mean, I for my first year and a half here on this shift, yeah, have been sleeping like a baby because you know I'm sleeping off ten years of waking up at one, two in the morning. Yeah, and your brain <laughs> is is learning a new thing, like yeah. how to host this show and. You know, you probably always have ideas in your mind that where it doesn't really shut down, and that can be exhausting. So I'm a little better about that now, but there are times that, 
you just wake up in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. you're like you're thinking about something mm-hmm. and I always have a song in my head and I and I I think that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. But I always wonder where does it come from? Where does this come from? Sometimes it's that a song. That it emerges while you're sleeping and then you When I wake up, yeah, oh, there's wow. like a song going through my mind and I don't know, sometimes it's a, a song that I've been working on for my latest guitar lesson or sometimes it's just a song that I like that maybe I've been listening to in my Spotify, mm. you know, but it's weird. It's like I wake up and almost every time there's a song in my head. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst thing in the world, no. but it is like you you do wonder what introduces Exactly. It. Yeah. I have something for you to consider today. Yes. So I get one of my favorite magazines of all time is Real Simple. Oh, yeah. I we, love Real we get Simple. That too. Do you? Yep. Mm-hmm. I just love it. And there's an article in my most recent um, issue about... Awesome, the word awesome, hmm. and when you take the awe part of awesome, what can you do every day to find some bit of awe in the day? Like what brings you awe? What kind of stops you in your track tracks? And it teaches you to just kind of open up your mind and have an extra awareness of things you see or experience that just kind of bring you true awe. And I've been doing this for about the last three weeks and I keep track, and I've been writing things down of what has been bringing me awe. What are some of the and things? it's wonderful. Well, for instance, this morning, after I dropped Chris off at work, I dropped him off in downtown St. Paul early, kind of just after sunrise, and I take a turn and drive by Rice Park. And all of the beautiful trees in Rice Park are, are um, decked out in white lights that are just glowing and perfectly spaced, oh, and it's just gorgeous. It the whole park is lit up. Mm. And the tree, they have Chris, the Salvation yeah. Army Christmas tree, too. But today, that was my awe. There was an awe about a week or so, or so ago. Again, in the early morning, I was driving home, and I got off on my exit, and it had been right after we had a snowfall overnight, just a little bit, like last Wednesday or something, when we had a little bit of snow. And it was the kind where... Every single branch was just coated in the beautiful, frosty, white snow. You know, like a postcard, like a Christmas card. So things like that. I just try to find awe. I've been reading about this principle. I've seen this elsewhere where they they even call it like taking an awe walk. or a walk. Or a break where you go with the intent of like trying to find Find things. Yes. It's really rewarding. You know, I was talking to a guy this morning who I met for coffee, and one of the things we were talking about is the fact that because people are working hybrid or working remotely or not uh, in, you know, uh, uh, interacting with other people as much, Mm -hmm. is that part of, like, forcing yourself to leave your house and do a different routine and be in a work is that you do expose yourself to some of these things where you're like, oh, neat. And if you just are in your same surroundings at all times, yeah. it's sometimes difficult to, like, evoke that awe. And you're kind of closing your world. You're kind of, you know, d- putting the blinders on a little bit. Were, were but- we talking about this, Dan, this idea that, like, there's there are uh, awesome, magical, noteworthy things that, you know, even even little stuff like, you know, the, the fact that the human body that you're you can hold a pencil. That mm. these two hands kind of, these two fingers to come do. together and know what to do. Like sort of, they, if you do focus, like maybe meditation isn't your thing or mindfulness isn't your thing, but this idea of of finding 
those things that give you awe. It right. takes you out of your normal contentious yes. self or whatever. Yes. We were talking about that because we're going to do a segment on that on Monday. So Good. There will be part of that. There will be, yes. yeah, be some of that in there. What's the gist? Just really intricate, well, can't you wait amazing things your body Jeez. can do? On Monday. Okay, on Monday. 4.05. So this is a tease. Yes. Let's everybody listen on Monday. Yes. Okay, 4.05. Got it. That's good. I'll be here. Good. I'll be I here. will too. <laughs> do you know how much a stamp costs? Uh, no. I'm going <laughs> to guess probably about 40 cents by now. Text in right now <laughs> with your guess as to how much a stamp costs at 651-461-9226. Because Dan sent me this story today, and I should have asked this question first. If I were, like, really doing a good job in talk radio school, I would have asked this question first, and then we could have wrapped up the question with this. But it did make me realize that I have no freaking idea how much a stamp costs. Me neither. You just buy a book of them and there you and go. We still have them. And like we usually buy our stamps at Costco. Yep. And you get the book mm-hmm. and you're like, we're fine. We do not send out Christmas cards. Yeah, I don't anymore either. Which is, I'm sort of sad about, but I've made my peace yeah. with this decision. Yeah. My wife was like, this is dumb. And it's, she's right. It is kind she of is sad, right. though. I agree with you because I love getting the cards. And we used to get I a like whole getting bunch them. of yep. them. We used to send them. And it's just a dwindling thing now. We have one card so far this year. Just one? Just one. Yeah. I like when you get a card from, like, an unexpected yep. <laughs> place. Like, here's someone. You know what I got yesterday? I got, oh, this was the most disappointing Christmas card you could imagine. <laughs> it on the return address, it says the Capitol Grill. I'm like, oh, oh boy. baby, what is the Capitol Grill sending? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. See it, you in 2024. It was a card from their PR department, but it was sort of thick. Mm. So you're like, oh, what's in here? And there, there's a card inside, like an envelope inside the card. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking like gift card maybe? Yeah. Like, that would be, no, it was just the PR lady's uh, card. But then there was, like, some champagne company Uh had, like, an ornament. Like, one of these, like, brass-looking, shiny ornaments that, like, if you you twist the center and that it looks like a globey. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Like, what? <laughs> How about a gift card for a big juicy steak? Yes, huh? right. I'm like, man, Capital Grill. Yeah, that's the best PR uh, ever. If they sent me a gift, well, I don't. I guess it worked fine. I just spent two minutes. There you go, making people think about a delicious steak. Exactly. People are texting their guesses. Forty nine cents says Mark from Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. We got a fifty one cent. Forty nine is the low guess. 52, 60, 62. <laughs> Jeffrey and Richfield has the right answer. As does Mike and Egan. 66 cents. It is 66 cents for one stamp these days? Never in a million years would I have guessed that. Oh, me neither. Now, was that the point of the story that Dan sent me? I don't think so. Although it is the genius of this website <laughs> where the, where the uh, subject... Like the headline says, how much do stamps cost Jeez. now? I'm like, gosh, this is how much the world has changed. That's that crazy. Like, I literally had no idea. I think the last time I had an idea, it was maybe 32 cents. Yes. And then maybe it became <laughs> yes. the forever stamp, and it was probably intentional because people stopped paying attention to the price going up. 
They just knew to get a forever stamp. At the start of the year, first class mail's forever stamp was 60 cents. And in July, it went up to 60 cents. Wow. So if you send out 50 cards, last year it cost you 30 bucks. Now it costs you 33 bucks. That's amazing. Now, it's still 66 cents is still very cheap for someone to come to your house, take something, and bring it to wherever else in the world, right? Yeah. Like, if you wanted me to come to your house and pick something up and bring it to Dan's house, right? I would charge you more than 60 cents. Exactly. <laughs> Gas money and all that. I would do it for free. 66 cents? <laughs> That's though. a lot. Yeah, I thought of, I don't like. I don't want to be that guy. No, like, but all of a sudden I'm a Andy Rooney here. It's shocking. You remember when stamps <laughs> cost less than like, you know? We're not doing that. But still, I was shocked. I thought you would be too. Indeed. Uh, have a good walk tonight. Thank you. I'll see you. Are you here tomorrow? I am here tomorrow. See you then. Sounds good. Laura Oaks here on CCO. It's five twenty. D-Rush Hour news headlines coming up next. This story is so, so great. A Minnesota woman never got her high school diploma, never officially graduated. And it wasn't her fault. Writing a wrong is one of our stories. What is the top social media site for teenagers right now? And the question about the expense of merch at concerts. All that and more as the D-Rush Hour news headlines coming up your way next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. D-Rush Hour News headlines at 524 on the 13th of December. Christmas right around the corner. We start with a Minnesota woman, one credit short of her high school diploma. It was not her fault. 62 years later, that Minnesota school righted a wrong. So that is the principal of Nashua Kewatin High School. Talking to Madison Lee from Northern News Now. Carol Clark McBride was born with uh, cerebral palsy. Uh, she has passed away. But her condition made it difficult for her to complete a necessary gym credit. So she was part of the class of 1961. She didn't get her gym credit because she had CP. But back at that time, they said, well, the rule is you got to have a gym credit. I don't know. Too bad. They said too bad. The law has changed, obviously, to create exceptions for people who have special needs or special conditions. The school just didn't... Could you imagine in 1961, the school... I mean, today, it would be the lead story on the news, right? Like, this school won't give this kid a diploma because they... Because CP means no... Just so wild. Um, Carol's eldest daughter was there, along with other part of the family, to receive the diploma at the school this week. 
Carol's eldest daughter, I love Bonnie McBride's quote, I didn't know when I was little because my mom wasn't different from any other mom. You're like, of course. So a cool story. Glad they, they fixed that. And good, good on the principal for, I mean, I don't know why it took 61 years, but they got it done. What is the top social media site for teenagers? The truth is it's not really close. <laughs> the AP are reporting that 71% of teens say they visit YouTube every day. New survey from Pew Research Institute. 16% of YouTube users in that teenage kind of 13 to 18 range say their use is almost constant. 17% say they use TikTok almost constantly. Uh, Snapchat was at 14% constant use, Instagram 8%. So YouTube overall, 93% of teenagers say they use that. They use YouTube. TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram followed. But all of those were in the 60, 50 and 60 percentage use, so not even close. Uh, Snapchat a little bit on the rise. The other sites a little bit on the decline. But overall, even with messaging that young people are spending too much time. Wasn't it the Surgeon General who said social media is is a, a health risk to America's teens? Nobody's listening. Nobody's changing their habits. You are not losing your mind, St. Paul. Some of your streetlights are turning a purple-blue. That's so don't, don't try to change it yourself. Fred Mello in the Pioneer Press. Imagine, like, you got this stupid streetlight outside your... Outside your home, you already were annoyed when they put in the LED streetlights because even though they're, they save energy, your eyes take a while to get used to that particular hue. And then these LED bulbs that were put in between 2017 and 2019 are failing. And they're turning blue and purple. So many cities are having the same issues. Charlotte, Topeka, Vancouver, Dublin. Uh, it's the Autobahn. Series that that should have been the sign, right? If you're naming your LED light bulb after the German highway with no speed limit, like that's not that doesn't say reliability to me. Uh, city's street lighting system in Safe Hall has 37,000 light fixtures. If you want that for your trivia contest tonight, of course, not all of those 37,000 fixtures got new bulbs between 17 and 19, but a lot of them did. And if you have one of those, uh, it's not an alien invasion called the city. Why is merch so expensive at concerts? One metal band is blaming the venue. No, that's that's metal. Falling in reverse is the name of the band. Armory, the armory in Minneapolis. They were just uh, unloading. That was a social media video from somebody who was at the concert. Star Tribune reporting about this today. Chris Riemann Schneider was actually on with Chad. If you want to check out the Chad Hartman Show podcast, uh, wherever you get podcasts or on the Odyssey app, you can listen to that conversation. But the argument is this. Armory takes a 25% cut off of merch. You can see if you're a, a, if you're a band, you're ticked. You're like, already we got to pay for stuff, and then this. They're making all this money on tickets. But from the venue standpoint, like, if Dan Cook printed T-shirts and sold them at Kohl's, guess who's taking a cut? Kohl's. 
So, like, the armory should just sell this stuff for free? Is 25% too high? That's a different question. Uh, Chris reported that many venues are between 10 and 20% of the merch sales. Some U.S. venues have gone as high as 40%, but 25%. Uh, a little high, but I don't know. Was it worth all those F-bombs? Got to keep it metal, baby. Maybe like the whole thing's a charade. He just ran out of merch or something. 531, that's the D-Rush Hour News headlines. Former Minneapolis Mayor R.T. Ryback of the Minneapolis Foundation making news today talking about uh, the future of downtown Minneapolis. What are, What's it going to look like? What could we do? How do we revitalize it? All of that and some interesting provocative ideas I think you'll have thoughts on. R.T. Ryback joins us next on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 